come with us where the corn is popped and the throwback Thursdays never stop. It's a magical land not far away. All you have to do is just press play. So hop on the couch and close your eyes. Gonna party like it's 99. Join us, watch the movies of our lives with Blockbuster Eyes. Welcome to Blockbuster Wives, where your two favorite 90s babies talk about movies from the era of a certain blue and yellow video rental store. I heard the squeaky. <laughs> I'm your host with the most late fees, Shay Baby. And this is Stacy, not always kind, but always rewinds and squeaks. <laughs> and this is Blockbuster Wives. That was really cute during my... Yeah, I hope, I hope the mic's picked up my little I squeak. So that was really cute. Well, welcome, you guys. It's a new month, new theme. New us, just kidding. We're the same, and we're the best. Um, And we're not biased or anything. Our new theme for this month, I was thinking, I was like, look, I'm not a sporty spice, but my wife is. Mm-hmm. She loves football. So I thought, November, like I always hear, November, Thanksgiving, football, parade, like it all just kind of flows. I remember when I was in marching band, a lot of our big competitions were in November and a lot of the big like games we would play at were in November. And so I just thought we should do it. We should do football month. Football month. Football month. So this will be, I'm excited though, because a lot of really good movies are football themed even though I know nothing about this life my wife does I feel like she could explain some stuff to me that I don't know and a lot of y'all love sports love football so I don't know I just feel like it'd be a fun time for the whole family yeah and football's got a stranglehold on this country as we all know true that and for the longest time I didn't pay attention to it didn't care about it but then my husband Brent had an opportunity to win a trip through a fantasy football league and I was like, that could be our honeymoon, dude. And so, kind of as a joke, kind of not, I was like, <laughs> well, you'll just win the grand prize trip to Greece for our honeymoon, and that'll be that. And it'll be great. And then he fucking did. <laughs> he, did. he won that shit. <laughs> but when it became clear that that might actually happen, I started paying a lot closer attention. And I was like, let's watch the game. Who are we playing? Who's on your team? Who's on that person's team? And it took about... Five million questions and me pestering Brent constantly through every game because there really is so many rules. There's so many customs. There's so much to pay attention to. Each team like has its own storylines and the and the rivalries and and just the mechanics of the game are incredibly complicated. Yeah. So I think it's not accessible to a lot of people and it's hard to see why it's entertaining when you don't know anything about it. But once you kind of get invested in what's going on and who the teams are, it's very fun. Yeah. And I think it's opened up this new vocabulary for me to talk to people. And it really is like a fucking shortcut into the male psyche if you could talk about football. Because it's like most dudes know a little bit. Yeah. Like the, the disparity of knowledge is hilarious. Like most women I know know nothing. But it's virtually all men I know know a little bit. Yeah. So. And I feel like it's brought up to me a lot by men, or they'll be like, yeah, my team is the Eagles. And I'm like, cool. Bitch, yeah. yeah. Eagles. <laughs> and then like, that's like all I have to contribute. Um, but it must be interesting to be able to be a part of those conversations. Like, it's a whole different world, and really, it bonds people so hardcore together immediately. Like, I've seen it happen where someone's like, oh, my team is the Eagles, so is mine. And Mm -hmm. then they're just immediately like, we're best friends. Yeah, and that's honestly what has led me to think it is a greater good in society than bad. Like, I'm very aware of all the problems with it, in particular, like, the head injuries and how much that sucks. But I think overall, having this outlet for people's tribalism and urge to see violence, Mm -hmm. I think is a good thing. I don't think those impulses are going anywhere. So the more they're channeled into sports, which don't really matter at the end of the day, doesn't really matter, is a good thing. Yeah, I could could see why that would be a good thing. I mean, I... I like being involved in sports, but I'm not, like, a fan of any certain team or whatever. But I could see even just, like, you know, we all kind of have a competitive nature in one way or another. Like, I'm not really a competitive person, but I'd say, like, it comes out at certain po- points. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we're all 
a little like that and like watching sports being involved in sports in whatever way like it is impactful and it does like it, it affects all of us so why not you yeah know? and i think it goes even deeper because i think this urge to have like in group out group my team wins your team loses yeah. is like primal in yeah. the results of like centuries of evolution which is why i don't think it's going anywhere right like as much as we should each try to defeat that in group out group urge in ourselves I think it's kind of hard to, but to channel into something like sports where you're like, it feels good when my team wins, fuck you. Like you can be pretty aggressive in that. And again, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah, And it's not, I mean, when I say it's not hurting anyone, I mean, obviously we know like the injuries that can happen with these sports, like, especially like fucking football. But I mean like the fans, like it doesn't hurt us to be a part of that group. Like if your team loses, it's not like you're getting your ass whooped. Like Right. And it's know? like if someone's bragging about their team beating your team, like okay. It's like fucking It's cool. better to do that than be like my country beats your country, right. you know, or other much darker avenues for that impulse to come through. Mhm. No, that's a very good point. And it's it's something that I've never like the most the sport that I that I watched as a kid the most was like UFC. Mm-hmm. But even then, it wasn't like my guy won and your guy won. like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like a completely different. Um, I don't know. I feel like it's just different than like teamed sports like football or baseball or. Well, yeah, I think the whatever. cool thing about a team is the individual players can change, but people can still feel loyalty to the remaining team. Whereas right. you don't get that, and you have to eat the the team and the fighter are one and the same. If the fighter goes away. That's it. Right. You know, there's no, yeah. like, fandom to follow. No, and there's not really, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Yeah, th- there's no, like, camaraderie really mm-hmm. in, like, UFC. Like, I didn't really get people being like, oh, you like this guy, too? You like Silva? Oh, my God, me, too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't really. It was just like, oh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, like, there's just, like, like, a lot less people involved in UFC than, like, who yeah. plays for an NFL team. There's, like, yeah. hundreds of people. And it's not as, like, historical maybe like i don't know how long ufc has been around but like some of these some of these teams have been playing for like a hundred years it's been a hundred years a long time time though no you don't think any of these teams have been playing that long i don't know i don't know when the first nfl team was formed but i don't think it was a hundred years ago for some reason, I'm thinking it's Maybe like it was. the 30s or something, but I could totally right be wrong. Now. Again, I know nothing about this, but I'm just saying, like, some people have been following these teams for their whole fucking lives. That's all they know. But UFC, I feel like, is pretty recent. And it's like, okay, tribalism with different cities, but it's like, we know Cincinnati is not going to go to war with Miami. Right. Like, so it doesn't really matter. Talk right. all the shit you want. Right, exactly. Okay, you're right. It's almost, it's just a little over a hundred years exactly. Damn. The league began in 1920. Shit. Wow. Uh, 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 yeah. Uh. I mean, I don't know how many like teams today were bad, bad, bad but right. NFL 1920. Damn. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. So like some people have been following like a team from their or their families have been following. Like that's the other thing. It's like a big family situation. Like oh. My dad liked the Buccaneers. Is that a team? I don't know. Yes. Or is that baseball? Nailed it. Buccaneers. Okay. My my dad, my grandfather followed the Buccaneers, so I follow the mm-hmm. Buccaneers, and it's just like a tradition that a lot of families carry out, which I think is nice. Yeah, and a way to bond. Yeah, and just, yeah, like, time scheduled, like, hey, the game is on at this time. Come over, bring food. It's a way to bring people together, have community. Oh, and you know I love snack foods, so yeah. I'm about NFL for the snacks, really. I was going to say, the only, like, you know, I'm not a hater about sports. I just don't really, like, I never really had that tradition. However, I'm at every Super Bowl party that is ever thrown. I fucking love a Super Bowl party. Oh, my God. I'm there. I am there. I'm bringing snacks. I'm having drinks. People are laughing. I'm watching the commercials. Mm-hmm. That shit is lit. Whether or not you like the show, game. It's always fun. fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's a good time. God damn it. My phone is <laughs> falling so loudly. Anyways. Okay, but if I could interrupt Football's Hawk with one oh, quick yeah. announcement. Yes. I saw Screamed the Musical at the Majestic Repertory Theater on downtown Las Vegas Main Street. And Shout it out. was so good. Ooh. 
I went with a group of my coworkers, and it just so happened that friend of the pod, Scream guest Brandon, was also going with all of his squad. Hey. Uh, you know, I know a lot of them. So it's like a fun super squad at this musical. And would you believe that in the first 10 minutes of this musical, they reference the dicks on the cover of Little Mermaid? You're lying. No. <gasps> and Brandon and I just looked at each other from across the theater and pointed at each other. Oh my other. God, that's so cute. Because that came up on our episode yes. about Casper, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's so So we weird. had just recorded that episode. It had just come out. Brandon had just messaged me about it. I know. And then we're in the same audience for this musical. And it came up in like the first 10 minutes. Dude, that is so weird. Yeah. There was a lot of crossovers. There was a video rental store set. So they um They performed Lit, which Shay performed at Shrek Fest. Oh my God. That's so cool. There's just like some fun similarities. So Damn. I think if you like this podcast and you like the movie Scream, you would love this musical. And it's only out for like what at this point it'll be <clears throat> i think they have shows until november like early november okay so not a lot of time a week or so most likely but if you get a chance see it or if you hear it coming anywhere else go see that shit yeah because people from out of town who just know that we covered scream are sending these links to me and i'm like you realize that's like where I live, right? Like that's in Vegas and they don't even, they just see that it's like a scream musical parody thing. And they're like, holy shit, this is fucking cool. They didn't even realize it's where I live. So it's like, clearly a lot of people are hearing about it. Very cool. I hope cool. it spreads and I hope that they kind of like franchise it out to other theaters. Cause yeah. this theater also did a similar thing with the movie, the craft last year, which I saw you and went, loved. Yeah. And so I hope they just pick, like, a new horror movie every year. And I hope that other theaters start doing it. Yeah. That's a really good way to, I don't know, fuel our nostalgia. Because we're all very nostalgic. Look at us right now. This, this is, is all we, this theater. Is what we do. This is what we do, baby. Mm -hmm. Especially millennials, gotta say. Uh, we were just looking at our stats, P.S., and, like, millennials take the cake for, like, the amount of listeners that yeah, uh, listen like to us. Shout out to our Gen Zers, though. We got yeah, a good you guys amount. Yeah, are cool, too. You're, You're very the next cool. biggest category. And we love you. But, yeah, millennials Yeah, boomers, step it up. I <laughs> know, honestly. Why aren't you listening to us? Your mom. That's true. She's, like, the only one. Love you. I'm like, I think your mom and I think that, and your aunt. I right. don't know that she listens regularly, but if she's listening, shout out. Shout out. Aunt Beverly. Holding it down. Love you guys. But yeah, no, that's really, that's really cute. I didn't know that they sang Lit. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised that they did. And I did sing that at Trek Fest. And that was my favorite song to sing while I was there. So anyway, very cool. Oh, and cool. the lead Sydney sings a beautiful version of Uninvited by Alanis Morissette, which is already a beautiful oh, song, but she yeah. killed it. Oh my God. Damn. I'm okay. sad I wasn't able yeah. to go. I just wanted to give that little update. That's really fucking cool. And yeah, if you guys hear of this happening, if you hear, if there are any more dates, if they're traveling at all, you guys need to go see it because I've only heard incredible things. So shout out to that cast doing a great job. Yeah. The guy who plays Stu is a revelation. Like he is Stu. <sighs> I need to see. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's really cool. And shout out mm -hmm. to Brandon. Mm -hmm. Love you. Love you. Brandon always sends us fun facts after he listens to each one of our episodes, and we love them, and we're thinking about adding a segment. Yeah, I keep telling him, record these as voice memos so we could put them on the show. Yeah, so Brandon, this is a reminder to you, when you listen to this, send us a voice note so we can actually save it and use it in the episode. Okay, anyways. Cool, cool. All right, so getting back to the movie that we chose for this week in November, Stacy actually chose it. Mm-hmm. So you could have you you've watched it before. Yeah. So Brent told me about this movie and he's like, there was a football movie about Keanu Reeves playing a scab for a football team. And I was like, what? That sounds like <laughs> a weird concept. And we watched it over pandemic and I thought it was really fun. And it has Keanu Reeves in it, uh, which like, hello, I'll watch him do anything. Me too. And play football. <laughs> Meow. Like, um, thanks. Yeah. So we did The Replacements. Yes. The Replacements. I think you have the corporate bullshit on this one, don't you? I sure do. I want to jump uh, right in. So Let's do it, baby. Corporate bullshit. Some bullshit. Okay, so The Replacements is a sports comedy film that was released August 11th, 2000. Mm. Um, it was directed by Howard Dutch, who, let me just say, crazy, uh, crazy... Filmography? Yes. So he directed 
Pretty in Pink, oh, True wow. Blood, Great Outdoors, Tales from the Crypt, Oh shit, Melrose what? Place, American Horror Story, it's Young Shelton, varied. Empire, etc. Like so much. Cool a lot of shit. TV shows. A lot of TV, like. mostly TV. Interesting. But some ba- like Pretty in Pink. Are you fucking like he worked with hmm. John? What's his name? Hughes. John Hughes. Yeah, he worked with John Hughes. Like. Insane, like great outdoors random huh. like what the fuck yeah he's very varied tastes like i would not expect like football movie in the mix i know i was just when i was reading that, i was like no fucking way but it's true um crazy lots of tv tales from the crypt was the one that i was like what mm-hmm. i was obsessed with it when i was a kid anyway it's 118 minutes so pretty close to our perfect time mm-hmm. the budget was 50 million and okay. the box office number is fifty point one million. Oh, so not a flop, but not a money maker. Yeah, an ex- almost an exact like we put wow. in what we took out, you know. Um, and it was based off of the nineteen eighty seven NFL strike, where the Washington oh. now Commanders won all three replacement games without any regular players. Wow. Yep. I I didn't uh, know it was a real story. Yep. It's ba- loosely based off of wow. that. Wow. Um and. Rotten Tomatoes, the uh, critic score was 41%. The audience score was 66%. Okay. And then Roger Ebert gave it two stars. Didn't love it. Didn't love it, but didn't hate it. Didn't hate it. Like some of our Sandler movies where we see a half to one star. (laughs) Yeah. He didn't didn't hate it. He was like, it was cute. Like, he basically was just like, yeah. It was it was all right. You know, he didn't. I will say that it's not, it's an odd movie because it's like, it's not a comedy and like laugh out loud jokes every minute. No. I thought it was like a pretty serious football movie. Yeah. Like I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if Shay even like really is getting some of these references. Cause I think this movie assumes that you know a lot about football. I didn't. And in fact, like I will say outright that it was very hard for me to follow. The <laughs> That's enti- what like- I mean. They were just throwing out football jargon that like I now know, but I remember that a mere, you know, a few years ago I'd have been like, that. Yeah. I, I, First of all, didn't get it. Second of all, it was hard for me to pay attention. There were some parts that I was like, oh, this is really funny. <coughs> some parts, of course, because it was in 2000 and it's like sports comedy. So it's like super macho. Of course, there's some inappropriate jokes that are just like, holy shit. Like yeah, that A lot of never... racial humor, which I feel like might have been at its height at this time. Yes. I feel like 90s to pre 9-11. Yeah. It was like that shit was hilarious. Yes. So I, that was that was like it shouldn't have been surprising, but I was like, whoa. And then. Yeah, it was just hard for me to pay attention. It felt like it kind of stretched out. Um, I don't hate it, but it was probably, its I'm not going to lie, it's probably my least favorite movie that we've covered so far. Wow. Um, but I do love Keanu Reeves. Your brink. No, I'm just um, kidding. <laughs> yeah, this is my, this is my brink. Yeah. Um, it was my, it's my least favorite. It was the hardest for me to follow. And it wasn't just the jargon. I think it was just like, I don't know. It was just, uh, the storyline was hard for me to... I don't know. There was just nothing that was, like, grasping my attention, basically. Yeah, I think this movie is, like, for football fans. Yeah. And not a, not really anyone else. Yeah, I was going to say, I, like, I feel like I was I was trying really hard because I already went in knowing, like, okay, there's going to be a lot I, I just don't get because I know it's, like, super heavy football movie. Um, but, yeah, I didn't love it. And that's one of the first times i think i've said that on this podcast well and it has zero nostalgia for you right because you've never seen it before yeah i've never seen it before zero nostalgia Mm -hmm. again love keanu reeves Mm -hmm. he was beautiful i love that they had a sumo wrestler in the mix yes there's also a couple characters that i've seen before and i was like oh i recognize this guy i recognize that guy you know so that was fun um the love interest name is annabelle you know i love that Mm -hmm. that's my grandmother's name shout out annabelle uh but yeah it just didn't really like didn't tickle my pickle didn't tickle your pickle (laughs) yeah well and part of the reason when we're figuring out football movies is there's a couple adam sandler football movies which of course there is this man loves sports yep but i wanted to swap out those for this one because we already did sandler month and we have not done a keanu reeves movie no and this is kind of like everyone knows the matrix oh yeah everyone knows constantine everyone knows john wick Mm -hmm. but i feel like this is like an example of his range Mm mm-hmm and just, like, how many movies he was doing in this time period in particular. Yeah, because didn't Matrix come out, like, right around this time, too? I think right before. Yeah. So it's so like, he could have done anything in the world, and he's like, I want to make this football movie. Yeah. Yeah, which is, like, just kind of strange. It is. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was also going to say, this is post his 
horrible life experiences when his um i think it was his fiance i don't think they're married or she was at least carrying his child or had had a kid died in a car crash yeah. the baby died like yeah. horrible stuff all like within a year and i want to say it was like right before this incredible <sighs> like so sad yeah there's a lot that has happened in his like he's had a pretty tragic life right from what i've yeah. heard but even beyond that just like his yeah, childhood didn't know his dad weird. left him when he was a kid <sighs> yeah he's a kind of a tragic figure which i feel like he does carry this like sadness and weight about him which I did think make him an interesting choice for a comedy, but he does always have like a little bit of a like a little sarcastic sense of humor in all of his movies. I feel. Yeah, and I was gonna say I feel like the his character couldn't have been a really like yeah, like true. a super cartoony sort of dun, 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 not an Adam Sandler, no, or Jim Carrey or something mm-hmm. like that. Like he needed to be exactly how he was in this movie, and he was. I loved I loved him in this movie. I really did, but. Yeah. Shout out Keanu Reeves. I'm going to shout out everybody today. (laughs) Shout out Keanu. Love him. Well, I also thought it was hilarious that this movie wants you to root for the scabs. I was going to say that. It's like a weird, I wouldn't even say it's anti-union. It's like anti-NFL player in particular. Like all the professional NFL players are portrayed to be absolute dicks. (laughs) Yeah, like out of their fucking minds, assholes, and like yeah, just wanting more millions even though they're already rich and like la la la. And yeah, you're like really hoping for these scrappy scabs who have it's their second chance to play. Yeah, and the movie doesn't really like linger on. They seem to have no qualms about it. Like they're not even thinking twice. No, the most of them are portrayed as like they're in a shitty place in their life, and this is a way for them to make some serious money. And I think that's like a lot Relatable. of people would take it. <laughs> exactly, a lot of people would take it. Like okay, yeah. And especially like I feel like if you've had a college football career, like it was a huge part of your life at some point. Yeah, a lot of fucking time and energy. We all that. know a handful of people. At le- I know I do. Where they're like, man, if I didn't have that. ACL injury or whatever, I would be playing pro right now. Like, I know a lot of Fucking people. Fucking like Uncle that. Rico. Uncle, yeah. <laughs> we all know an Uncle Rico in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know what? I got to say, like, that must be so fucking hard yeah. to be like, my physical body, I literally couldn't fulfill my dream because of a. Because the limitations of our mortal bodies. Right. And it's like, that must fucking suck. And I think this kind of played off of that, like, how, and they say it multiple times in the movie too like how many times do you get that chance yeah and like of course you would take it mm-hmm. which i do think is true yeah but, like, in this they're just like don't case. worry about the fact that they're scabs anyway <laughs> yeah they, they like cover it a couple like people say it a couple times but it's uh-huh. really it's drowned out by the sound of like how assholey the professional you mm-hmm. know the people that are saying like yeah no we're not fucking playing right now until we get what we deserve but because they're portrayed as such fucking dickheads, you're like, I don't care. Yeah, you're like, screw them. You yeah. should be in the game. Yeah. And then, of course, the movie, they do a better job than the professionals, which it sounds like actually happened. Yeah. From what I read. wild. Yeah. All three replacement games. That is crazy. They won without any of the original players. That, wow. How? Well, and that kind of happened. That's, uh, and I mean, that's what's interesting about football is it's so, because there's so many people involved, you get all these different storylines and like about the teams and the players themselves. And it reminds me of when Tom Brady from the Patriots left Bill Belichick as a coach. And there was a big debate like, is Tom Brady really great or is Bill Belichick a great coach? Mm. And it's like, uh, Bill Belichick fucked around and found out because when Brady left, they just started losing all the time. And now they're like one of the worst teams in the league. So it's like Tom Brady got to show, like, it was me the whole time. It was fucking me. Okay. And isn't he, like, one of the oldest people in the yeah. league still? And then he went on on his new team to win the Super Bowl that year. Goddamn. So it reminds me of, like, this true story. It's like, well, I guess these players aren't that important because <laughs> you guys were all replaced and you still won. Yeah. Three times. Yeah, I, when I when it was like, yeah, this is based off a true story, I was like, no fucking way. Wow. That's crazy. That is crazy. But it did say loosely based, so I don't loosely. know. But like the general, you know, the blueprint of, yeah, we had to replace every single, you know, member of this team 
and we won. Like that's pretty wild. Yeah, it sucks to be the union where you're like, oh no, oh no, like, oh no, because no. I'm sure we're they were talking all kinds all. of mess. Like y'all are gonna lose. I know. No one's gonna watch. And then it's like, never mind. Fuck. I know that's fu- that must have felt so fucked. Yeah. I mean, not for the replacement guys. That would have felt like yeah. they're on top of the fucking world. But they also did cover this at the end of the movie where they're just like, yeah. And then once they're done, they're just done and they're not gonna play again right Right? yeah and and that is what's weird about i mean a lot of sports but football in particular it's like and this is also why it's a controversial sport because it's like you're giving people who might not have otherwise had it an opportunity to make an insane life-changing amount of money for them and their families but it's like a fucking crapshoot and it might not last and you don't really know yeah and it's like you could sacrifice your literal physical body and then not have too much to show for it right which is why they try to force them to like get a degree they something like fall back on but we all know college degrees aren't worth that much these days so it's like oh cool i have an english degree i'm just gonna go out and make another million that i was making as a player right well especially yeah like especially if you're i can imagine like a famous player everybody knows your name then you're done and then what you're gonna go on to be like an english professor or something like how would that work and some players do like they go on to live totally normal mundane lives which is fine how like, yeah, how but can it's got to be. I think it's like a lot of players who aren't in the spotlight. Like, okay. it is kind of hard to become like a household name as a football player. Like, you have to be like the quarterback. And that's something I didn't realize, like, how quarterback heavy football is. Yeah. Like, it really does all revolve around them. It's kind of like a pitcher in baseball. Like, they are like the guy. Mm. And it's weird to me because it's like such a team based sport, but it's like quarterback they can a ton of decisions. They're the ones deciding ultimately what play to do. Like, it's kind of all on them. So they decide what plays to do? Yeah, like, the coach will, like, give input, but, for example, like, you know when they're all lined up and you see, like, the guy running up and down? Uh-huh. That is to see, like, how the defense is set up. Oh. So based on, like, if somebody follows that guy on the other side, then they know, okay, they're doing what's called man coverage. And then they might change, in, like, right then what they're doing. And, like, the coaches obviously will discuss options with them, but, like, it is on the quarterback to be calling out those plays and, wow. like, pulling them off. A lot of pressure. Yeah. That's crazy. And you have to be, like, paying attention to, like, dozens of people in a matter of 10 seconds and then, like, tracking visually where all these people are going, deciding who you're throwing to. Like, it'd be really fucking hard. Is the quarterback the one that throws really far or is he the one that runs towards the whatever? So either way. So it used to be that in the NFL, quarterbacks did not run. Okay. They only pass to people. Oh, okay. And it was like all the receivers, or they'd hand off the ball to what they're called their running back, and that guy would run around. Run, okay. And yeah, that was basically running back. Nowadays, you see more quarterbacks running the ball themselves. Right. Which a lot of coaches don't like because if you get tackled, that's your star boy. Yeah. Like so you are putting ugh. a target on your back then. Yeah. And like if the quarterback is injured because they're such a central part, it's like, eat. That's why people were like in tears when uh, Aaron, what's his name? Oh my God, I'm like, I almost said Johnson, but I know that's not right. What? <laughs> I'm like, Aaron Jones is not his name. Aaron, from Oh my God, from the pack. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers. So when Aaron Rodgers got injured in the very first game of the season with his new team, like people were like devastated crying because like the quarterback is the guy. Like he is what makes everything happen. How badly injured did he get? He busted his Achilles like right So he's out all season. So it's like they had such high hopes because this guy was going to lead the team and he was going to be the secret sauce. Yeah. Literally like three minutes in. Injured for the rest of the season. Fucking yikes. And you know what's funny is that team won that game and the coach still came out like it was a funeral. Oh, no. It's not looking good, folks. Uh, and I'm like, your team just won, bro. Can you, like, put a little yeah, like, smile on your face for the backup? Like, My world is I over. the backup was like, well, I'll just go fuck myself. Oh. Then. So the quarterback is kind of like the seeker. Uh, Yeah. Not really, though. Oh. Because the seeker can just fuck around and do whatever he wants. Yeah, I guess that's true. He's not really making any calls. But I just mean, like, star player. Yes, definitely, definitely star player. Yeah, they're like... That, and that's why, like, it's like, oh, my God, he's the quarterback. I'm like, is it because he can throw far? Like, I never understood mm-hmm. why that was, like, so big of a deal. But if he's, like, calling the shots and shit like no, that. I, think, I really do think you have to have a very perceptive, sharp mind to be a quarterback. Because you're doing all this so quickly. Like, you don't have time to think. I can't even believe that they have so much responsibility. So why do you think now that they are running? Like, why do they do that now? I think because, um... It's effective. So, like, when it first started, no one saw it coming. So, it's oh. like, if the quarterback started running, no it's one like, was like, wait. they're like, whoopsies, he just got past us. Fuck. 
I think it's just like another option to have. Like if you are the quarterback and you think you're going to pass it, but then you look up and they're all over your receivers and you're like, well, I can't throw it. And my running back's already gone. I'm just going to so do it myself. You know. Wow. Okay. One of my favorite players, Josh Allen, has made a name for himself because he's very good at running the ball and he's like fucking a tank. Like he's super tall, yeah. super big guy. Ugh. And it's funny because these professional tacklers will like throw their entire lives on him and he'll just like shrug them off. And, like, he's keep so running. Big. and it's like what he's so big and <laughs> yeah, tall he's so, i think you'd really like josh Allen. how tall is he i'll just show you a picture he's <laughs> got a cute little mole on his face <gasps> cute he, i i enjoy watching what's him his name a lot. josh allen josh allen okay there was also a time period where he was like literally leaping over people like with the ball and everyone's like what fucking the? what <laughs> yeah, like people were like who is this guy like, who's this leapfrog ass yeah. that's amazing mm-hmm. yeah i'm gonna have to look him up real <laughs> quick josh allen hold on making a note Mm-hmm. All right. What team does he play for? Buffalo Bills. The b- oh yeah. Oh yeah. You're like yeah, I like that. I love the I Buffalo Bills. That. that just sounds sexy for some reason. Did All you right. love seeing your boy John Favreau in this movie play like Dude, a psycho football player? He's so hot in this. <laughs> this is movie. one of his bigger roles, honestly. He's. Hot. I feel like he usually has like friend role, but I feel like he got a lot of play in this movie. He did, and he's so hot, and like. I just think he's really hot. I don't care what age, like, you know, from this age to now, I still think he's just so hot. Also, what's his name? The kicker, whatever his name is, he's from Little Nicky. He plays mm, his brother. Really? Yes. Okay. I was like, why the fuck do I know him? Does and he have I the f- accent? Huh? Does he have the accent? Yeah. Oh, nice. Because I think he actually is British, right? Yeah. And I was just like, wait, why does he look so familiar? And I was like, and he kind of plays a similar character in Little Nicky where he's just like, slinky and like flirty mm, kind of like darling mm. uh and i was like oh i love this guy i literally wrote shay's gonna love the leg and i said oh but then he did make a fat joke yeah but <laughs> i mean fat jokes are just like it was in the they're air gonna fucking happen in 2000 i'm sorry like that mm. i hate it but it's just it is what it is every movie and show i watch even now pretty much there's a fat joke so it's just kind of like whatever it is. what can i do you know what i mean we don't do that no. And y'all who are listening wouldn't do that. Because you're cool. Because you're cool Not and hot. But in 2000, it was all the rage. <laughs> way to make an easy, fucking lame ass, lazy ass joke. Um, uh, I did like all the tropes in the movie because I feel like there's a lot of football tropes that maybe we'll explore in other movies. I was going to say, yeah, you want to give me some of them? Yeah, the over aggressive player trope. John Favreau. John Favreau in this film. But right. I feel like there's always a character in a football movie who's like, yeah, I'm going to kill everybody. And you're like, Jesus. Yeah. Um, underdog trope, of course. The team is never supposed to win. And guess what? Totally. They do. Yep. Um, the someone always barfing trope. Is that a thing? I feel like every football movie, somebody barfs. Damn. You know? It's weird. Um, oh, yeah. A- there was a big barf scene. I had to yeah, close my I was eyes. Like, oh, I hate like, no seeing things. that. But I feel like that's in a lot of football movies. In a lot of, like... Yeah, and a lot, especially sports in this movies, time. I guess, in general. Yeah, I feel like that's just, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. True. Um, a team bar fight trope. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like that happens in a lot. In a lot of, like, team sports movies, like, even in Eddie's Million Dollar Cook Off, there's, exactly. like, the kid equivalent. There's, like, of always that. some kind of team fight. Two food fights, bro. Mm-hmm. That's the kid equivalent. I'm sorry. And then these bar fights is often that several people would have died in these fights. Like, they're so comically violent. Like, yeah. The one guy literally pushes, like, a guy over a shard glass bar and then, like, lands him on his head. I'm like, that guy's dead. Yeah, like, yeah, that's absolute death. I'm sorry. Oh, and then the heart over skill thing. Like, doesn't matter if you're the best. If you have heart, you'll win. Yeah. Which is like, mm, in oh. football, I don't know. I did note that it actually does pass the Bechdel test, which I was surprised by. I'm trying to think of who. <laughs> For those who don't know, the Bechdel test, you pass the Bechdel test if you have two named female characters two or more having a conversation about something that is not about a man you're right the cheerleader scene mm-hmm. right yeah they have names they talk about dancing they talk about their jobs you're and right. i was like i'll be damned you're right because i don't think our last few movies have passed the most of our movies aren't <laughs> no it's a bad time even if it's even if it's like a woman-led movie a lot of the time yeah. it's just like all Casper- the conversations are about dudes totally casper absolutely didn't like no, we can name all no. of them and pretty much none of them do which is sad as fuck so i was shocked i was like wow yeah i'll be damned i think it's the only scene absolutely i don't <laughs> think any other there. women are ever talking again but still that's fucking cool um i about died when the guy shot the car 
Yeah. There's a scene, scene <laughs> where, like, like, the players keep flipping over Keanu Reeves' car. That's so sad. And so, like, his big, beefy linebackers come to his aid, and you think that they're going to flip over the rich guy's car, but then instead he pulls out a gun and just starts shooting his car, and I was just like, oh my god, I love that. No, that part was funny. That made me laugh. There's also another funny... Where, where did I write it? I'll get to it. But I will say... Throughout the whole movie, there's a cheer that's going on, R-O-W-D-I-E, and I was like, oh my god. It brought me back to my cheerleader days. We did that cheer. Oh my god. And I was like, oh, it's so crazy that these cheers just, like, are throughout time, because I've heard them, like, you know, I went to a high school football game, like, I don't know, a handful of years ago, and they were still doing that cheer, and I'm like, damn, wow. it's so, like, these things kind of connect us, you know? Mm-hmm. I was doing that back in, what, 2003? Yeah, That's the basketball wild. team? And anyway, very cute. I was like, eh. And I love that they hired sex workers for very fucking cool. Yes, and they kill it. Yeah, and they distract the other team. Like, they're helping these guys win. Mm -hmm. They do a great service. And the movie isn't, like, too shitty about it. Like, the head cheerleader isn't like, gross. Like, she's like, cool, you guys can dance. You're hired. And she's like, all right, bring some of your friends. All right, cool. Yeah, exactly. In fact. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I did say, all these dudes have forehead wrinkles. Makes me sad how few movies there are that feature dozens of women who look normal. Dude. Whenever we get a lot of women in a movie, they all look like fucking supermodels. Let's be really honest. Yeah. And, yeah. It, I'm starting... I, Stacey and I have had this conversation where, like, everyone is starting to kind of look the same. Mm-hmm. And that is pretty... Pretty scary. Mm-hmm. Like, no hate or anything. If that's how you feel your best. But it is pretty wild that society is like pushing us to all look exactly the same and i'm glad that a lot of us are saying no i'm not doing that shit no thanks i did note that whoever thought of hiking the football um probably sounded very homoerotic at the time like you bend over yeah in front of the other guy between your legs and you throw the football between your legs and he has to keep his hands right by your balls Hell yeah, like, baby. What, of all the ways to well, pass a ball, he's like, you bend over. You bend over right in front of me. My face is in your ass, baby. I was like, who thought of this? It's very sexy. It's very sexy. Human caterpillar. Oh, God. Oh, no. We're not getting into human centipede on <laughs> this podcast. Not again. No, but. Not again. <laughs> Why does this keep happening? No, just kidding. I don't think it's ever happened. Thank humanity. God. Uh, um. What else did I write here? Oh, I wrote um, Keanu sticking up for the hot, and I know he's like 6'3 or 6'4. The guy who has hearing impairment issues. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He is so hot. He's I don't in know. the office. That's he plays why Pam's, Pam's big boyfriend. Okay. I was like, I recognize yeah. him. I thought that was a nice touch having a deaf player. I was like, oh, that's cool. Me too. Inclusivity. Yeah. And, that's and the coach just like, deal with it. Because the other coach is like, yeah, and he's like, it'll be fine. It's yeah. He's just language. like, then learn sign language. Fuck you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fucking sick. I was cracking up at one point because, like, Keanu obviously strikes up a romance with a cheerleader. I mean. And then the dick NFL player that he's replacing is like, you're only going to drag her down. And I was like, does this man understand how little NFL cheerleaders make? Yeah. And then I looked it up. They make an average of $22,000 a year. You're lying. In today's money. <gasps> so, like, the idea that Keanu Reeves is going to drag down her... Like, what? Like, she's not, like, a millionaire. I can't believe they make that little. Yeah, it's very, very little money. That's ridiculous. It's like, drag her down. For a professional. And those, uh, let me just say this right now. I was a middle school cheerleader, okay? (laughs) So she has insight. But I'm saying, even then, I was, like, an athlete, okay? We were practicing so hard for hours, multiple times a day. We were expected to look a certain way, wear this uniform, perform in this uniform in front of a bunch of people stack on top of each other throw each other in the air like be able to lift like and i was a base so i'm like lifting full other humans Mm -hmm. with my hands in the air like fucking athletes and that's not professional we were children so to expect women and and whoever right but like full adults to fucking do all that on a professional setting and be there for like i don't know practices games travel games blah 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 blah, and not treat them like fucking athletes like they mm-hmm. are are you out of your fucking mind yeah, make like nothing that's ridiculous dude yeah, yeah it is that's why i was like this guy <sighs> like he's acting like yeah she's really gonna you know take off and you're gonna drag her down it's like what 
No, you don't. You it don't can't get it, possibly bro. get any worse. Okay. He's just a, clearly such a dick the whole mm-hmm. movie. I hate when he comes back in. I'm like, I hate. Oh you. yeah, he's such an asshole. And such he makes, a dick. He like you know makes fun of the deaf guy, and they're all like, uh uh-uh. uh. In every capacity, he's the worst. Yeah, he's the worst. I do also like when they're doing the electric slide like randomly yeah, multiple times. So I'm like, that part's cute. Because one of the receivers is like, first I was afraid, I was petrified <laughs> about the bar fight. And they and they're like, oh no, we'll survive. Yeah, that was very cute. Also, just to take it back to the beginning, Keanu, uh, like, scuba diving underwater, finding his football, and, like, yes. doing plays underwater. I was like, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. He loves it. He's got a zest for the game. What a cutie pie. What was he? Was he, like, a fisherman or something? I can't remember what he was doing. I, You know, I didn't quite catch that either. I think he, like, cleaned boats or something. Oh, yeah. Oh, I yeah, because he was taking, yeah. like, barnacles yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah, yeah. Scuba diving boat cleaning, which my dad did as a kid. I'm he like, did? Mm-hmm. That's, your dad has done everything, man. Scuba dive and clean boats. What a sweetie pie. Mm-hmm. You know what scuba stands for? Doink, doink, doink. Oh, my gosh. Let me see. Submersed, controlled, underwater... Breathing apparatus. You got the last three right. Ah. I learned this in Boy Meets World. Oh, my God. And I memorized it as a child. And then when I took, I think it was psychology 101 in college, one of the questions was, you get bonus points if you know what scuba stands for. And everyone was like, what? And I was like, this is my moment. Self-contained underwater breathing apparatus. Oh, okay. Very nice. Just saying. Very cool. Gang, gang. Anyways, that's all. Flex your I'm, shit. You're amazing for knowing even like the last part of that. Very cool. I feel like I must have heard that part once before. Maybe, probably maybe Boy Meets World. Probably. It was a. It was. A, it's one of the earlier episodes, but it's a cute one. But anyway, that's <laughs> completely besides the point. And I love the part where someone said, "I love to see a fat guy score because then you get to see the fat guy dance." Was it uh, Madden? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, and John Madden's in this movie. Yeah, the fact that and, they got him is pretty incredible. Yeah, and Brent was telling me once that he is the one who pioneered the like line drawing thing that oh. we take for granted of like showing the plays. Mm. Like announcers didn't do that shit before, but since he was a coach, he like knew exactly like he's like, oh, they're doing this and that. And uh, who was? Do we know who he was a coach for? Mm, I think the Raiders, dude. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. That's Raiders big. For and yeah, Raiders are now, if you guys don't know, now they're in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So, Oakland before. Mm-hmm. Do, does Oakland just not have a team anymore? I don't think so. Yikes. Yeah, and I will say, and the NFL is a private entity, and how they get taxpayers to subsidize all their shit is very annoying. Because mm-hmm. they have more than enough money to build the stadiums they goddamn selves. And yet they refuse. So taxpayers are paying for them? Yeah, we paid for Allegiant. See, okay. I thought that because I used to work for the school district and I got let go because they needed, they didn't have enough funding because a bunch of funding was being turned over mm-hmm. to the stadium. And when I said that to someone, they're like, oh, that can't be true. And no, I was like, oh, true. okay. Ha! I it fucking knew it. True. Well, and what what happened was, is at first, um, Nathan Adelson, ginormous GOP donor, has since died. I guess did a little pinky promise that he was going to pay like $700 million or something of his own money. I don't know why he would do that. I guess they didn't get in writing because as it got closer, he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And they're like, well, we already started building it. So I guess we'll just take more taxpayer dollars instead. Yeah. And so they did. Fucking insane. And that also put the kibosh on the actual parking plans for the stadium in Las Vegas, which is why it's ass because originally they were going to do like this intricate underground parking scheme i remember that but then when that money dried up they're like well i guess we can't do that and now there's like nowhere to park when you go to the stadium you have to like walk over a random street that they just closed down and you're like literally on a street walking like it's it's not well planned out at all yeah that's really bad that's not good Mm -mm. it's all it's all pretty it's all very new when Mm -hmm. was that built like a handful of years ago yeah yeah well that's yeah that's when i got let go from yeah that's really shitty so that makes sense and it's yeah. like, yeah, they have the money. They do. But like, why would they pay it if governments will pay for it, you know? Insanity. That's crazy. Well, that's see, that shows how important sports are to whole fucking communities and society. Mm-hmm. That they're like, yeah, your taxes are going towards sports. Mm-hmm. There you go. Pretty wild. Yeah. 
And those are all the notes I have. Okay, well, that's pretty much all the notes I have. I can give you some trivia before my phone dies I'm so scared. I'm genuinely scared. I think I did it pretty pretty easy peasy. Okay. What is an audible? No, I'm just kidding. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) It's like, oh, no. I'm going to have to study. It's like all football dragon. I don't know. Question one. Where does Keanu live? You know this. It's a throwback to You've Got Mail. This is a big thing in this time period. It can't be New York. Like, what kind of house did he live in? Oh! A houseboat? Yeah! Okay. He lived on I a boat. I was like, where? I don't fuck. I don't even know where, they, where they're lived at. Lived on a boat. Uh-oh. Well, that is another question. <laughs> sure. Dude, what is Oh, wait. Sean... Yes, I do. I do know. Okay. Well, what was John Favreau's previous occupation? I don't know. <laughs> oh, he was a cop. Oh my god. Which is funny god. that they make him so aggressive. That makes so much fucking that's hilarious. Uh what game ended Keanu's career? They talk about it a lot. What game? Yeah, it's like a famous name of a game. It's like the Super Bowl, but it's the something bowl. Oh, the Rose Bowl? Close. Fuck. Uh oh no. We put it in our coffee and tea. Oh, Sugar Bowl? Sugar Bowl, that baby. Seems, that's a that big college seem game. seem like it's real. Okay. Where is the Sentinels team located? Washington? That's right. Cool. Yes. And what position does Annabelle say has the biggest babies? Oh, quarterback. That's right. <laughs> Yay. You did I got it. Some. I'm going to have to ask you to look up the quiz because, <laughs> again, my oh, phone no is broken. Let me look here. <laughs> well, thanks for humoring a very, very football-heavy movie. I think the movies in the future will not require as much football knowledge. I was gonna say I don't think they have a replacement specific quiz, but maybe we could do like a football quiz. Or which kind of Reeves movie are you? Oh, that's a good one. Here we go. Boom. Oh, and it's BuzzFeed. Oh, nice. Okay, here we go. Okay, this is gonna be an image heavy one. Okay. But okay, choose a puppy. Oh my god. I know. Oh my goodness. Top middle. Me too. <laughs> so cute. Okay. And then choose an upcoming movie. It Chapter 2. Oh, upcoming. That's hilarious. <laughs> it Chapter 2, Star Wars episode, Rise of the Skywalker, Lion King, Hobbs and Shaw, Joker, or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Hmm. It's which one am I most excited for? Or just choose an upcoming movie. Just choose. Okay. I'll do Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Nice. I love that one. So I haven't much. even seen it, but I think I'd like it. It's good. Choose a Disney song. The Bare Necessities, I'll Make a Man Out of You, You Got a Friend in Me, Friend Like Me, Be Our Guest, or Circle of Life. I'll make a man out of you. I love that song. Stacy and Becca wrote a uh, It was to that one, right? Yeah. Yeah. They we made many like parodies a, for a hose. It was amazing. <laughs> it was truly incredible and inspired, actually. Oh, we did pretty good work. Um, choose a city. London, Tokyo, Cairo, Rome, New York, or Paris? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with Rome because I've been wanting to go to Italy lately. I want to go to Italy so bad. Okay. Choose an animated show. Oh, your favorite isn't on here. Okay. Oh. Rick and Morty, South Park, DuckTales, Family Guy, The Simpsons, or BoJack Horseman. Ugh. Why would you not put SpongeBob on there? SpongeBob, Bob's Burgers. Uh. Okay, sorry. Read it one more time. Rick and Morty, South Park, DuckTales, Family Guy, The Simpsons, or BoJack Horseman. I honestly don't like any of those. So I'll go with The Simpsons. Yeah. Good. The one I've seen the most. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Choose an ice cream flavor. Oh, yeah. Salted caramel, mint chocolate chip, vanilla, strawberry, mango, or chocolate? Mint chocolate chip. <laughs> I think we're going to share a lot of the same answers. Oh. You're Neo, an expert oh, hacker what? who fights in the war against machines in the Matrix. Hooray! Whoa, y'all. I'm flattered. That's amazing. Okay. All right. Choose a puppy. They're all so cute. I think the bottom left one is a Cory, right? Yeah, I'll go with that one too. I just I'm trying to not get exactly the same answers as you. Okay, choose an upcoming movie. It Chapter Two, Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker, The Lion King, Hobbs and Shaw, Joker, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm gonna go with It Chapter Two. Ooh, I love those movies. Clown action. Yep. Um, choose a Disney song. The Bare Necessities. I'll make a man out of you. You've got a friend in me. Friend like me. Be our guest. Circle of life. Friend like me. That's a good one. Wait, Robin what is Williams, that one? Baby. 
Huh? What's that one? Oh, you ain't never had a friend. Remind right? me. Oh, yeah. Choose a city. London, Tokyo, Cairo, Rome, New York, Paris. 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 Choose an animated show. Rick and Morty, <laughs> South Park, DuckTales, Family Guy, The Simpsons, BoJack Horseman. Uh, I, um, I didn't like BoJack Horseman at all. I don't really, I didn't, it did not tickle anything of mine. I'm going to go with Family Guy because it used to be like on all the time. Maybe like a decade ago. Haven't watched it in a long time though. Choose an ice cream flavor. Salted caramel, mint chocolate chip, vanilla, strawberry, mango, chocolate. I'm also going to have to go with mint chocolate chip. It's such a yummy combo. Salted caramel, though, one of my best truffles that I make, just saying. Oh my god, you're Johnny Utah, an FBI agent who goes undercover to surfing community in Point Break. Ooh, sexy. Yeah. I've never heard of that movie. Oh, it's it was like kind of his breakout role before mm. The Matrix. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, um, Fast and Furious famously ripped the plot, basically, like, beat for beat. For Really? It. Yeah, instead of, um, you know, undercover surfing, it's, like, undercover street racing. Damn. But it's basically the same plot. Shit. Whale shit. Danny Utah. Oh, he looks hot here, too. Yeah, and He's the, the um, villain is, oh, God, the pretty boy. From? Uh, I'll never remember it, because I don't really care about this era. Let me look it up. Hera. No, <laughs> Patrick Swayze. Oh, okay. He's like the bad guy. Oh. And he's, like, he's like a cult leader, much like Dom Toretto is in Fast and Furious. It Stacey is totally loves Fast and Furious, you guys. I do love it. It's so stupid. He's a part of the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've only seen Tokyo Drift, which... <laughs> I love Tokyo Drift. It's very divisive in the community. I love it, too. I wrote a whole article in a zine about it, defending its honor. Yes. We need Stacy and I made a zine actually back in the day. I was just talking about this on a date recently Aww. with someone who also made a zine oh, about cool. Vegas and he's not even from Vegas and I was like, "Yo, I made one zine with my best friend too." And someday we'll get back into it cuz mm-hmm. it was fun. But mm-hmm. anyway, hey, I like my character. I like your character yeah, for you too. Yeah, fucking saving the world. Hella fucking sick. Mm-mm-mm. And I've always wanted to learn how to surf. Holy shit. Yeah, I tried once, and it was very, very hard, and I was, like, 16, so I bet now I'd just be like, this is too tiring. <laughs> Bye. I know. I I probably feel that way, too. Plus, I would have to, I feel like I would have to wear, like, three of those, like, wetsuits, wet because my yiddies being out <laughs> is not an option. Oh, I think they, like, they, they go up pretty high, like, under your chin. Right, but, like, <laughs> my bathing suit that I would have to wear underneath, even, un- I don't know. The way my yiddies work, they're just, they, they do their <laughs> own fucking thing. Ways. They're living their own life. But anyway, thank you so much for joining us for the first episode of Football Month, Football ladies and germs. Month. Football Month. Football Month. And um, I promise that I will look a little bit more up so the jargon will be a little bit easier for me to understand. But I think the, the next three movies are like maybe a little bit more... Yeah, I bet this is the most intense football one okay so they're more like digestible for someone like me okay cool sick well love you guys hope you have a good rest of your day Bye. bye thank you to our amazing editor anthony grady for our amazing theme song and whitney for our beautiful cover art if you have questions for us or would like to advertise with us please email us at blockbusterwives at gmail.com and as always please rate subscribe and tell all your friends about us We love you.